this is Malamalan, and you know we are still on Keep Trusting, right? So you can tell by the length that this is not a long video, but um, my video, podcast, whatever, recording, right? This isn't long, but <laughs> I want to go with you a little bit more on this trust journey, all right? So before we start, we need to pray. I mean, I got some stuff to tell right. <sighs> Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for ooh, being able to come to my brothers and sisters, Father, and give this uh, message. And I pray that it is well received and that everyone who needs to hear it will hear it and if anyone who does hear it that has not fully put their trust in you God I ask that their hearts will be softened and be able to truly seek you and worship you as God in spirit and truth amen all right, guys, so this past week, right, I have been going through it. I feel like the body of Christ has been going through what I would call some spiritual warfare. It seems as if this past week people were operating in um spirit of anger and like the devil was literally trying to get me off track and not focus and not trust most high God and just be um focus on the situation and not my father, right? Um, I've had this, this, I would say, I would, I would say a, a dream from God and I don't know if I would call it a warning, but it was definitely a dream from God and it caused me to go even more into deeper prayer um, this week and so that's what I've been doing and um, I actually just came off of a fast and I would tell you I have not fasted like I did this past week in a while and so yeah it just seemed that everything was even more like on 10 for me but um, thank God because the flesh is weak thank my God that I was able to get through it and not like put hands on somebody because it was rough, y'all. I say that with um, laughing, but not really because like, just, I, I, I get through it. I, I'll get through it 
it's always been my um, my thought pattern. Um, no matter what the situation is, um, it's not funny, right? When you're going through it, but when I get past it, I'm like, okay, God, I saw your hand in that. Okay, God, thank you for that. Okay, I can see literally God in every aspect of my life. Um, and I'm super, super grateful and appreciative. So what I just really want to let you know is to stay encouraged, to keep trusting in the Most High God, that He has not left you. He sees you. He is nowhere in the Bible that says if if He brings you to it, He'll pull you through it. Like that is not a verse, okay? But it is true in the sense of God sees you. He will not allow his children to suffer when you cry out to him. You let him know how you're feeling. Talk to our father all the time. Read Hebrews 11, right? Because Hebrews 1, Hebrews 11 is all about having faith. And that's what we're saying. When I say keep trusting, I'm saying keep having faith. Keep believing that the Most High God is going to be there and He's going to provide whatever it is that our needs are. He's going to um, um, make sure that you have and you won't be without. You are going to have and not and, and not be the beggar, okay? You're going to be able to provide and not be the one with your hand out. You are beloved. You are cherished. He is worthy of all of our praises. He sees you. Trust me, sis. Trust me, bro. When I say that he sees you, he sees you, and he hears you. He is not ignoring you. You need to really get that personal relationship with Christ now because the things that are coming to this world you are not going to make it without them okay you're not going to make it without them so if you read Hebrews 11 the very very first verse says and belief is the substance of what is expected the proof of what is not seen. All right. So yeah, it may be hard for you to trust someone um, based off of what they say, right? And that's normal. But our God, yeah, it's easy to trust Him. What I think is difficult sometimes is um well i say okay let me just take it back i say it's easy to trust him because when you read his word when you study your bible your love letters right when you pray and you talk to him consistently you can see his hand in every part of your life and you can see how he provided for you how he was there for you how he never left you or forsake you that's why it's easy to trust him but the hard part i believe sometimes is when you're going through the storm and you're looking at the situation like how is this gonna happen i don't understand right we put our carnal minds and thoughts to try to make sense of what that situation is instead of saying you know looking at our father and saying okay father you see what's happening you see what i need 
you see everything that I'm being faced with. You know, I leave this in your hands. That's the hard part sometimes. It's not the fact that he's not going to come through. It's the fact that we're looking at situations that are looking at him. So what I'm going to say again, keep trusting. Keep trusting, keep trusting, keep trusting because you will not make it without him. Keep trusting because he loves you because he will come through for you. Again, read Hebrews 4. Uh, chapter 11 and it talks about so many stories of people um, trusting and having faith in the most high God and how he showed up right how he showed up for them so I just want to leave you with that encouragement keep studying your Bibles reading it daily the more you read it the more you talk to the father the more you're going to know when he's speaking to you when he's telling you don't do this or yes this is a good thing he will give you discernment pray on discernment pray against the spiritual um attacks right um because they are real and just have faith that everything is going to work out everything and then nothing catches our father off guard nothing catches him by surprise ever ever we literally went over this just last week about um how our father is god our, our God is three in one. And so we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They are all God, right? And we spoke about how he is eternal, which means he was not created. We also spoke about him being omnipresent, which means he is everywhere at all times. And that he is omniscient, which is all knowing. So he knows all, right? And just remember that the devil was a created being. Just like you, just like me. Who had free will. Just like you, just like me. God, however, is not the created being. He is the creator. So think of it that way. Everything you're coming up against is coming up against you is no match for our creator who loves you. So I wanna leave you with that. Never ever stop trusting our father because he's worthy. If there's anyone who is listening and you just, you don't know how to come to God. You may be saying, but I done this, I done that, you know, I don't know. Let me do this first. Let me get this right. Okay. What I'm going to say is there is nothing that is too big for our God to forgive. He forgives all sins except the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. But 
all other sins are forgiven. I say that because we're all human and I've done it myself that a long time ago, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come to God when I fix this, when I fix that, or when I do this first. Tomorrow's not promised. But we don't know when our last breath is. Only God knows, right? We just went over that he's omniscient, which is all-knowing. So if that is what he is, and I believe that he is, he knows. You don't know, I don't know. Okay? So, I'm going to give you one of my favorite salvation verses, which is in Romans. It is chapter 10, starting at 9. It says, But the righteousness of belief speaks in this way. Do not stay in your hearts who shall ascend into... I'm sorry, that's six. So it didn't even sound right. Nine says that if you confess with your mouth the master, Yahweh, and believe in your heart that Elohim has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and one confesses with the mouth and is saved. Because the scripture says, who ever puts their trust in him shall not be put to shame because there is no difference between uh, Jew and Greek for the same master of all is rich to all to those who call upon him for everyone who calls on the name of Yahweh shall be saved so those are verses 9 through 13. And actually, let me just read 6 because I am uh, curious. And I'm not saying this is part of the salvation verse. What I'm saying is I started to read it, realized, hey, wait a minute. Let me get my glasses right. This is not the verse, but I'm just going to read it. 10.6 says, but the righteousness of belief speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who shall ascend into the heavens that is to bring Messiah down. Who shall descend into the skies? That is to bring Messiah up from the dead. Okay. Okay. So that's the question I'm going to put here in the description. Give me your interpretation on Romans 10, 6, and 7. Again, it is right before the salvation verse that is 9 through 13. So Romans 10, 9 through 13 is a salvation verse on how you can be saved. The question is, or the request is, to provide your interpretation. What did you get from verses six and seven in Romans 10? And lastly, my brothers and sisters, and everyone who's listening, 
If you don't know Christ, I'm going to now ask you to pray with me so that you can be saved. And it's truly that simple. It truly is that simple. Just pray with me. I'm not the one who saves you at all. I'm a human just like you. I'm flawed just like you. But I know how you can find salvation. And that is through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. His Hebrew name is Yeshua. So let's just pray. Father God, I am a sinner. And I am repenting from all sins that I've done. Lord, I ask you to come into my life. And have your will to change my heart. I believe in what your son, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, did on the cross for my sins. And I put my trust in him to save me. I cannot do this without you. And I know that you are and you alone are the only way for my salvation. I ask that you speak to my heart and that you change me and that you mold me, Father God. Amen. So, First, you admit that you're a sinner. You're confessing, right? You repent from your sins, which means you're turning away. You don't want to live that sinful life anymore. You don't want to live, continue to live your life without Christ. And then you believe in the work that he did on the cross and you'll be saved. Now, I'm not telling you this is an easy walk because it's not a cakewalk. What I'm telling you is you prayed that prayer and you meant it with your whole heart. The Father will come to you. He will reveal himself to you. You are saved. He will provide his Holy Spirit because your body will now be the temple of his Holy Spirit. It is truly that simple to be saved. It's not a course you need to take. It's not some whole long week, um, month session, right, that needs to happen. You don't need to pay for your salvation. You cannot pay for your salvation. It is truly as simple as that prayer we just went over. Putting all your faith and trust in him and what he did on the cross for you. You're, you're confessing um, your sins. You're repenting, which means to turn away from your sins and to allow him to come into your life 
and be Lord over your life. It's that simple. So every day on this day, after you've said that prayer, wake up, talking to him, go throughout your day with him intentionally leading you. And again, the way you know that is by reading the Bible, trusting in him, in prayer. The more you read, the more you will understand how he speaks when he's speaking to you. And you're allowing the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit, to provide discernment. And I'm telling you, you're going to need it. Okay? You're going to need it. I'm telling you that as a sister. Because I love you. And no, I don't know you personally, but I love you. I love you because you have chosen to follow Christ. I love you because I was once a big sinner and I found my Jesus. And he's been so patient with me. And he's been so patient with you. So with that being said, I'm ending today and I'm not going to sing because I don't want to break your eardrums. So I love you guys. Remember every opportunity with an encounter of a stranger is an opportunity for you to introduce them to Christ. Every conversation with a friend, a loved one, family, whomever. It's an opportunity for you to draw them closer to Christ. None of us have the ability to save, but we can sow good seeds and allow his light to shine through us to this dark world. Until next time, God willing, it will be next Saturday, 12 noon, Eastern Standard Time. Go in peace and love and know that our Father is with you every step of the way. Shalom.